0: Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however... I've coached over 1000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, slimming world, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. I hope you are having an amazing time or week or start of the week or end of the week. No matter when you're listening to it, I hope you're doing absolutely fucking amazing. So for this one, this is going to be managing calories for social outings, because one of the biggest things that we often get, like one of the most common questions that we get when people are starting up is, uh, well, first off, the objections of, I don't want to start this yet because I've got a birthday coming up in two weeks, or I've got a wedding coming up in like three weeks, or I've got this insert event that is coming up, so can we hold off until then? and that has often been a big obstacle for a lot of people moving forward because they say, oh no, I'll get started on this diet uh, next Monday and then they go, oh, but the birthday's after that. I'll wait until something else pops up and then a family or a friend, a family or a friend, a family member or a friend, there's always some sort of event that's coming up that could potentially quote unquote derail us. So if we're always waiting for that perfect time to get started where there's no events coming up, your life is gonna be absolutely fucking boring for starters. But then two, you're not going to actually know how to manage, oh my God, my face. You're not going to know how to manage calories and how to make the best possible decisions when your life is absolutely chaotic. So you're not really going to learn anything. You're just like, yeah, when my life is 100% perfect and nothing goes wrong, then I can stick to a routine. It's like, yeah, fucking anybody could, but we're grown-ass adults and we need to figure out how to thrive in the face of adversity. So that's what we're going to fucking do today. So how do you manage your calories? in a social setting. I'm gonna lower my camera because I've just realized that it's fucking tall. Um, so how do we manage calories for social outings? How do you track calories for social outings is gonna be another one that's gonna be incredibly good to hear and or listen to. Huh? Oh, so where should I start? Let's go with how to track calories for social outings. <clears throat> so whenever I have a client that is talking about, I'm just looking at Loki. He's up to something, I can see it. Oh, nope, he's just loafing. It's all good, he's making a bakery. Um, he's opening a bakery, I should say. He's making them biscuits. Good boy. Okay, so back on track. Very easy to get distracted when there's a cat around. Um, tracking calories for social outings. The first thing that I recommend for people when they start with me, or when they start doing any sort of nutrition coaching, or even if they're just doing calorie macro tracking and they're just a follower or a listener and they're not actually a client, First thing that I say is, don't worry about it. Do not worry about trying to track calories and macros, to be completely honest, you're probably not gonna be good at guessing what is gonna be in there, in terms of the food that you're gonna be selecting anyway. You're more than likely gonna restrict during the day because you know that you have something coming up, and that's not bad if you're one of those like super disciplined people, but, and this is a big but, you need to have, if you're going to do that sort of like fasting, Or not having breakfast so that you can have calories later in the day. That's not ideal in the slightest But it's okay to do that if you have a solid foundation lifestyle and a relation a good relationship with food Yourself calories numbers and all that stuff and if you're relatively a mentally healthy person like I'd like to think that I am but I have a good relationship with food I know what I'm doing in terms of a professional setting and I do that every so often. And by every so often, I mean pretty much just when I'm in a calorie deficit. This is the first time that I've done it in about five years. So, very infrequently. But it's okay to do that if you wanna juggle calories and you actually know your way around it. For the general populace person or the type of person that we work with, we typically don't recommend tracking calories and macros when you're going to a social event because it's just gonna make you feel like shit. You probably don't have the skill to know exactly, and that's not a slight, it's just a matter of fact, we don't have the skill as of yet to be able to say, cool, I've been tracking for X amount of years, so I know what this steak is, or I know what this chicken parma is, or I know exactly how to log the ingredients that are going to be in this meal that I'm selecting. And instead of adding on to the cognitive load or the mental fucking hardship that you are going to go through while trying to track calories at a restaurant or a wedding or event or something like that, it allows you to just, detach from the calories for a second relax enjoy and not have to worry about so much in terms of what's going on with my health or calories or am i going over it's going to throw an entire fucking dark cloud over the event that you're going to enjoy in the first place and we don't want to do that we're here to figure out how can we make the best possible decision in the face of adversity or when life is chaotic if you are tracking calories during this time and you know the best answer that i have at the moment is to not track calories because we don't want you to look back in one, two, five, seven years and then say, that wedding was amazing. I remember I was tracking calories so I only had one piece of cake. I only did this, I only did that. But if you're not tracking calories, it's going to get you to say, no, I don't need a third piece of cake. I've enjoyed myself, I'm all good. I don't wanna feel shitty and bloated the next morning. I don't wanna you know, take away from the fact that is me enjoying this event. That's a big thing that we're moving into. Enjoy the moment, be a human being instead of a human trying to just fucking do the calories and be as on point as possible. Because realistically, you are not going to be doing that when you're off the program. When you're done tracking calories and macros, you're not going to be doing that at birthdays or events or restaurants or anything. You're just going to be going and having a good time. So let's practice the thing and get really good at the thing that you're going to be doing when you finish coaching and tracking calories and macros and your diet and all that fun stuff when you've finished all of that that's why slight plug is that i absolutely fucking love my program and particularly laura and lindsay that we have on board for coaching at the moment because we're all on the same page in terms of if we give this client something are they going to be able to use it for when they finish coaching so that we can become redundant so that we can actually change someone's life in the long run instead of just getting them an aesthetic or a scale weight and then just pushing them off to fucking anywhere. And then just being like, yeah, sweet, thanks for the money, fucking let us know when you put the weight back on and we'll get rid of it again. No, we want to actually look at your entire life, how chaotic is it, how can we work within the structure of the chaos that you've given us so that you can still see the results that you want to be seeing, but then also still enjoying life. That's what we do. That's why we are one of the best investments that you'll ever make. Just to put it plainly, because we have people that are actually doing that. Um, So when you're going out for social events, sorry, that should have been a fucking volume warning there. I think I'm losing my voice. Uh, So these social outings is don't track, because if you're not tracking, it's more than likely going to give you the permission to be able to say, I just want to enjoy this event. And then when you're doing that and you're not tracking, you're going to say, oh, I'll just have a main meal. Pick a main meal that is... As high protein as you possibly can, but don't pick something that is like, hey, can I get a Caesar salad, but just chicken breast and maybe a little bit of bacon? Don't do that. That's boring as fuck. Go there, enjoy yourself, pick a main meal that you're absolutely going to love. If it has high protein in it, then absolute fucking bonus points because it's going to make you feel fuller as well. Go there, enjoy yourself, pick a main meal that you're going to absolutely love and not regret. That is both ways of, I wanna make sure that I'm enjoying myself, so don't order a fucking salad, unless you really enjoy salads and order one. Uh, But I don't wanna order a fucking salad because I'm trying to be healthy. I want to order this chicken parma or this fucking lamb souvlaki pizza because that's what I wanna order, that's what I wanna eat and that's gonna help me enjoy this moment even more. I'm gonna have that, I'm going to eat it rather slowly and I'm going to enjoy the entire thing of that meal. Then you get to quite literally have your cake and eat it too. When you're going out, that's what we're looking for. Is it going to mean that you're going to, if you weigh in on the scales the next day or probably on Monday, will it affect the scales then? Yeah, but it's more than likely going to be fluid retention because in order for you to actually put on a kilo of body fat, it's going to mean that you have to overeat by seven thousand seven hundred calories. And if you're already in a calorie deficit of thirty five hundred per week to lose five hundred grams of Oh my god, to lose five hundred grams of fat or four point oh my god four hundred and fourteen pounds of fat. That means that you are going to have to not only eat over seven thousand seven hundred, you're going to have to eat another thirty five hundred calories in order to put on a kilo of fat. Meaning you are going to have to eat somewhere around 11,000 calories to put on one kilo of fat. When you weigh in on the scales and it's gone up by a kilo, I can almost guarantee you that if it's just one nighting or one outing for one night, you have not fucked anything up it's more than likely going to be fluid retention. 99% of the time, it is fluid retention. Tuesday, it normally starts to come down and normalize to where you were on that Saturday morning. By Thursday, you're already seeing weight loss results again because you've allowed your body to normalize, push out the fluids. You've, you're probably pissing a lot. Make sure you've got your water intake up as well to help flush all that shit out. For the love of God, do not drown yourself. Do not have 10 liters of water a day. Just adequate water and just keep doing, keep doing what you were doing when you were on your calorie deficit and just quote-unquote get back on track with things just do the things that you normally do because hey shit if it's been working this far then one night isn't going to completely derail anything so just keep doing exactly what you're doing Um, so yeah when you're going out for social outings pick a main meal that you absolutely fucking love that you're not gonna regret and just do that you don't need the garlic pizza and the main and the desserts and then all the fucking cocktail drinks that are just pure sugar in the world as well if you want to have a main meal and then have a drink with it, but try to get like a wine or try to get like for me, a rum and diet Coke. So that way it's just the rum that is the elk. Alco- oh my God. It's just the rum that is the calories, the diet Coke or the sugar-free stuff almost doesn't count in terms of calories because it's zero sugar. It's literally just carbonated water with a few flavors added in. It's like a fucking soda stream. There's no calories in that. You've just carbonated water and then put some flavor in it and then gone, cool. So the only calories that you have to account for are going to be the ones coming from alcohol. Not the best calories in the world, but in the grand scheme of things, that's gonna help you out a fair bit. So main meal, don't regret the main meal. Pick something you're absolutely gonna fucking love. If you have to drink alcohol or if you would like to drink alcohol, try and pick stuff that is no sugar or a glass of wine. White wine is going to be pretty low calorie, but then red wine is actually pretty good as well. Uh, it just has the tendency to ferment and get you absolutely fucking hammered, which can lead to uh, which can lead to overindulging later when you're absolutely fucking blind and you're like, "No, you're my best friend. Let's share this cake. Let's just fucking do it and go wild." That's where it can be a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit chaotic. But apart from that, uh, that's what we're doing. So you, you're not tracking calories during this as well, because we don't want to throw that black cloud over the event that is or that should just be purely enjoyed because you're a fucking human being anyway. So that's what we do. And then on the Sunday or the Monday, we typically don't weigh in because that fluid retention is just gonna fuck with you in terms of seeing that weight go up on the scales. And we don't want that. We don't want that at all. So you're not weighing in Sunday, Monday. Feel free to weigh in on Tuesdays. Well, Tuesday onward. Um, And yeah, just keep doing everything that you were doing from there hey everybody quickly jumping in to remind you that the 26th of september is just around the corner and i know you're thinking travis why in the hell does that date matter well i'm gonna tell you because if you're considering signing up for any of the three month options of mindset coaching or just any program that has a three month option really, that is the last date that you can sign up with us to finish before Christmas. I know, the year is just absolutely flying by. The Fitness Genie as a whole is gonna be shutting down from the 23rd of December through to the 9th of January so that everyone can have a well-deserved break and not have to mentally worry about doing anything during that time we can just reset refresh and come back as the coaches and the team that you know and love if you do happen to sign up for a coaching program that goes through those days. However, all we do is put the program on pause and add those three weeks onto the end of your coaching program. If you're even somewhat interested reach out via the website now so you can jump on a call with one of the coaches. Lindsay has been absolutely crushing it and the feedback we're receiving from her clients. I couldn't have asked for anything more from a coach. Her books are filling up quickly and I know for a fact that she won't be onboarding clients between the 26th of september and the 9th of january so make sure you get in quick before all of her spots are gone laura the newest addition to team fitness genie but has already separated herself from the pack shit, even even i'm learning things from her the results that laura is going to produce for her clients is going to be some next level shit. she also has an introduction offer running at the time of this recording for the first 10 clients to sign up with her receive 15 percent off So make sure you reach out and get in before the prices go back up so that you can change your life. And to be completely honest, save some money for Christmas presents. So if you are interested, let us know. Check out our website, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or the link in our Instagram bio to apply for coaching or for more information. But for now, back to the episode. The second thing that I would do is if you do want to make sure that you have that accountability, Because when you go out, and all your friends are there, and it's the peer pressure of just have this, or just have a bite, or just do this, and everyone's ordering a whole bunch of shit, and you are tempted beyond belief, one thing that you can do, and I know this is going to sound like an absolutely crazy idea that no one has ever thought of or would ever implement because it's just so fucking out there and wild, um, you can tell your friends and family what you're doing, and you can use them as accountability, and you can use them as a support crew. I know, it's too wild, it's crazy, it's out there. It's uh, it's a little bit crazy. But a good example of this was me doing this for D&D. Uh, when we first started doing D&D, it, well, <clears throat> particularly through lockdown, it was drinks, it was snacks, it was pizza, it was fucking everything. It was a hell of a night. Through lockdown, yeah, there wasn't a hell of a lot else going on. Now that we're getting back to some sort of normality, all the guys there are like, hey, no, I'm at the gym, I'm doing all this stuff. I don't really wanna you know, throw a pizza on top of that. It's gonna throw out the weekly calories or protein or this, that or whatever. Um, so what I've done is now that I'm doing this diet in particular is I reached out to the guys on the group chat and I said, hey boys, I'm only ordering a small meat lovers pizza, I know, cause that's where I fasted and then had that meat lovers pizza and then calculated all of it because when I do something, I'm like, oh sweet, I am all in, yes. I am the typical, well, not all or nothing, I'm all or moderate. So I'm all in doing something, absolutely smashing it, and then when I jump off, I know that I have a decent lifestyle, foundation, I go to the gym 4-5 days a week, and I know my calories and I can reverse diet out of it pretty damn easily compared to a lot of other people, so I know exactly what I'm doing and when to do it and what to look for and all that fun stuff. So. Um, I had a small meat lovers pizza and I said that was all I'm gonna be having no drinks, no nothing Just a small meat lovers and I'm just gonna absolutely love the fuck out of that and eat it incredibly slowly Uh, And that is exactly what I did. I messaged the boys and I said hey guys I'm trying to lose weight because I'm doing this 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 Um, I Need you all to hold me accountable That's what I said and every single one of them came back and said yep. Don't worry about it. We got you Uh, we're probably gonna do the same And what was everyone started off getting a large pizza, it's now gone to maybe two or three guys out of seven, eight out of eight people having pizza and a small pizza or majority of people that are there have a pre-planned meal that they brought from home that is like a taco bowl or crumb chicken and potato wedges. And they all have their meal plan thing. They all have their... Pre-packaged or ideas or homemade this that they just bring in a container and just heat it up when we have our break and everyone's cool with that. There's no judgment. There's no nothing because we're all on the same path anyway. We're all playing fucking D and D together, so we're all we're all pretty good at what we do and communicating and having all that shit together. So and last week it worked out fucking perfectly. I was like, oh, maybe I should get a large, and one of the boys actually said, no, you're just getting a small, and I was like, yeah, fuck, like that's all I needed. If I had thought, oh, I'm just going to get a large. I'll just do that. Why not? I would have done it. But because one of the boys said, no, you're getting a small. I was like, ah, yeah, fuck. Good point. (laughs) Can't argue with my own logic on that one. So you can get people to hold you accountable to it as well and get people that are actually going to hold you accountable to it. And when they hold you accountable to it, don't bite their fucking head off for it. Be like, ah, fuck. Yeah, good point. And this was amazing because I told Beth what I'm doing. And the first week it had, it had so many fucking road bumps in terms of, uh, temptations and overeating. And I was like, fuck, I need to get my shit together. When I thought to myself that I need to get my shit together, I told Beth and there are donuts on the bench at home, chocolate jam donuts. And they're about 400 calories for an entire donut. Normally I'd fucking smash one of them and be like, yep, cool. That's what I'm having for today. All good. And I know that I can have that donut and have my normal meals and maintain my weight. Uh, But on the diet that I'm doing, that's an entire fucking meal for me. So it wasn't exactly that great. And when I was looking at it, I wasn't going to have it, but I was lifting up the box so that I could see what the calories were. I went to the box and Beth was like, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, fuck, like just that little thing was like, oh, she's actually never done that before. And I think it was because of the communication that we had previously of, hey, I'm doing this thing, and I would love your support in doing that, or at least helping me out to figure out how we can make it as easy as possible. And She said, okay, let's do that. So we've done that. It's so much easier when you have a cheer squad or people that are not just you or your coach holding you accountable. If you have friends and family members to be there to be like, you know if they start the conversation with should you be eating that that's obviously going to trigger a lot of people to be like yes of course i should be eating it fuck you i'm gonna have 12 of them and if that <laughs> if that is you talk to the person because again another wild concept you can tell people how you want to be spoken to if you want accountability from someone or some sort of external source One of the questions that I have in the questionnaire or that I ask very early on for all of my coaching clients is, how can I keep you accountable? Do you like the tough love or do you like this? I don't normally have to change up too much because people are seeing me on Instagram and TikTok and Engage and they're listening to the podcast and they go, yeah, I like that no bullshit approach and just calling me on my shit. So I go, cool. When the week comes in and their calories are, this is very rare, but their calories are over every single day. They're like, hey, what happened this week? What's going on? Oh, nothing. I just ate over my calories. If there's nothing that is wrong and they just ate over their calories because they said they were unplanned or unorganized, I'm like, sweet. So this week we're just going to get our shit together. What can we do to do that? And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I think it was mainly just the snacks. Sweet. Why were we snacking? I was under eating during the day, sweet. So let's get the breakfast done. Let's get the lunch sorted. Let's get the dinner sorted. We don't have to meal plan it or meal prep it or anything like that. We just have to know roughly that it's in the house, that we can make it, that it's accessible. The same thing as snacks. Snacks are quick, easy, and accessible. That's why you're choosing them. So if we had the exact same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it was quick, easy, and accessible, I feel like we'd be able to do that and it would be a lot more sustainable You wouldn't have to make decisions during the day and you wouldn't feel like shit during the day. You'd have less brain fog and more energy. And let's just get our shit together and do that. That's how you can call someone out without calling them out. Without feeling like it's, oh, you fucking suck. You need to get your shit together. It can just be, okay, cool. What do you want to do? Let's let's do it. And I hope that is something that helped. I know that's not so much of eating out, but these social outings, you can have external people family members or friends or whatever to keep yourself accountable Two, if it's a birthday or a wedding or something that is like a once a year type of deal don't worry about tracking calories if you're going out with your friends just just to enjoy life then you know try to have the drinks that are no sugar or sugar free um try to stay away from cocktails i know they're fucking delicious but um try to have the ones that are sugar free so that you can Ultimately, just not get heaps and heaps and heaps of sugar in your fucking body because that would be bad. Um, And three, if you are going out to eat, make sure that you are ordering a main meal that is almost like delayed gratification. People are probably going to get appetizers or entrees or something like that. Um, If they're not, don't bring it up because if you bring it up, someone else is waiting to bring it up. And if you can all skip that, then, you know, if you are trying to watch your weight, then fantastic. If not, then fucking go for it but we're obviously in the context of losing weight and being as healthy as possible. Quick disclaimer, when you go out to eat and you're making the healthiest decision possible, that does not mean the lowest calorie decision possible. It just, it doesn't make sense. It does in the sense of weight loss, but weight loss and health are separate things. You know, you could be eating the world's healthiest things, and I know people that are 20, 30 kilos heavier than me, BMI would put them in the obese range, and I'd be willing to bet that they would probably have healthier internals than me. They'd have a higher increase of mortality rate, but their internals would be like just from fucking clinical studies and all that stuff, but just because they've been in a calorie surplus eating all this incredibly healthy shit, they've been putting on weight. So then there's obvious health factors that come into that, but we're not talking about that today. So you could eat all the healthy stuff in the world and be in a calorie surplus and you would be gaining weight and you could be eating all the shit stuff and still losing weight. And this is a good time to reference that study from a Harvard professor. uh, And it is God, I'm drawing a blank on it now. He ate 1200 calories a day of nothing but Krispy Kreme donuts. He felt like shit. He was always tired, he was brain fogged, he was always hungry, uh, but he lost weight eating 1200 calories of Krispy Kremes. Now he'd probably feel a lot better if he had 1200 calories of chicken and broccoli and rice and that was fucking grim. Just (laughs) foods that they actually enjoy, taco bowls and meal prepping stuff to have the 1200 calories, he'd feel a lot better because not all nutrients are equal but all calories are equal. Uh, So yeah. Make sure that when you go out, you're choosing the healthiest possible decision based on your physical, emotional and mental health, not just the healthiest decision, which is somehow computed in today's language of the lowest calorie decision. Make sure that you're making the best decision health-wise for your mental, physical and emotional health. Because you'll quickly find that not every decision has to be the lowest calorie possible. Sometimes it's actually needed for you to sit on the couch, cry, watch Critical Role and have a HSP. Don't know where that analogy came from. Totally random and not something that I've done previously. But anyway, we're moving on. So I hope that <laughs> I hope that was helpful in... Oh my God, nearly knocked over my camera. I hope that was helpful in some sort of way. If you have any questions uh, or podcast topics or ideas or shit that you would love to hear spoken about, message us on Instagram, let us know. Or if you're in the Discord community, then let us know through Discord in the podcast announcement thing. Uh, so yeah... Have the best week in the world. I hope you learned something from.